We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, welcome in as we are rolling here on this uh, this beautiful hump day Wednesday on the drive. And listen, um, uh, more uh, more good news coming from the Texans and the success of their season. We knew the Texans had several alternates um, when it comes to the Pro Bowl. Uh, C.J. Stroud's one. D, uh, Derek Stingley Jr. is one. One of their alternates, and I think we'll see a few more as well, um, one of their alternates have been selected as a replacement, and that is Will Anderson Jr. He has been named to the Pro Bowl, and uh, he is in because Max Crosby uh, had a uh, had knee surgery. He is out, uh, so he will, uh, he will replace um, Max Crosby. So Will Anderson Jr., as we said, they moved up to go get him, Clint, um, he really came on, especially with the sack numbers late. End up with seven, uh, seven, seven and a half sacks this season. Looks like he will. Uh, he's already won one rookie defensive rookie of the year award. Looks like he may clean up and win the AP one. Uh, will Anderson, your thoughts? Him uh, being a Pro Bowler this year? Hell, you couldn't ask for much more. To, to me, this is this is the the guy that D'Amico Ryan's and Nick Casario sh- should be most. Um, uh, heavily judged on and, and they they hit a damn grand slam um it, it, the cj stroud pick was easy bryce was gone cj's the next any way you slice it it wasn't will levis it wasn't anthony richardson at that point it, it was it was cj stroud and th- that was one where you just t- you needed a quarterback you take the best available you take the most ready because this is not a draft and develop this is a draft and plug and play and and cj stroud was a no-brainer uh, I could have made that pick, right? The 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 moving up to draft Will Anderson, and and doing so with so much conviction, um, and then having Will Anderson come in here and play at the level in which he played, um, lead at the level in which he led, ultimately be the the pillar that this team can be built around. Um, and if we're being honest, all the all the complaints that we've we've had over the last couple of days about the Baltimore loss in terms of physicality and and playing hard and giving a rip and all that kind of stuff, Will Anderson is 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 the poster child for what you're looking for um, on the offensive line or the defensive line or, or anywhere for that matter. A guy that brings it and plays as physical and violent as he does, 
Will Anderson, to me, is the one that, no matter what, obviously within reason, CJ needed to pan out. Stingley needed to come around. There's some guys needed to play well. But to me, the 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 biggest, most bold move that this franchise made yeah. was Will Anderson. So it's really good to see Will Anderson getting the the uh, the honors uh, that that he he deserves. I think that's I think that's uh, I think that's fair. In a year where there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of competition, I think on the defensive side of the football for uh, rookie of the year. Um, I know there were guys that were up and down, and there, there was a handful of guys, but but there wasn't a ton of rookies that were playing lights out. And uh, and Will Will Anderson was the one that that lasted the long haul, I think. Yeah, man, I'm happy for Will Anderson. Big year, I think this is huge for Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryan's because uh, I think they went up to go get him. I just now you tell me, uh, Tyler, Clint, Byron, Drive Family. If you want to say I'm being a hater here, you you can say it. Once again, congratulations to Will Anderson. How does Will Anderson get into the Pro Bowl over Jonathan Grenard? Doesn't make sense. I mean, if we're talking altered, it's here. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. I don't. I'm not trying to get a poo poo on Will Anderson's parade here. I just the Texans alternates. Are C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, Will Anderson Jr., Derek Stingley Jr., Andrew Beck, and Jonathan Grenard? How in the world Does did the Will Anderson vote? Jr. get get the nod over Jonathan Grenard? That's a hell of a question. I, I just I, like yeah, when question. I I mean I watched every one of those games. Of Will Anderson, I think, really came on late um, in the second half of the season and. And uh, and the future is bright. You got to feel really good. Yeah, Hell, we'll, we'll talk about him. But it was clear the most dominant guy up front for this team and this defense, John Greenard, was Jonathan Grenard. Yes, twelve and a half sacks. I yes. mean, I just like I, I hopefully whether, whether he you're gets stat watching or film watching. It, and that, it, that that was the most dominant. And, and I'm telling you, if, if you're Jonathan Grenard, damn it, this is big for me. I'm a free agent. <laughs> I'm I, you know I'm trying to get money, and I can add a Pro Bowler. I just I. That fool in Baltimore doing radio must have made this happen. I don't Remember? know. Yeah, I, I just Willie Anderson well, I, Jr. I, I do think there's something that there there is a popularity contest and Will Anderson's aspect name is to known Pro Bowl. More. Yeah. And Will Anderson, it, it's known more. Um, I think by the organization, it was it was pushed a lot more. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, look. I mean, I I, I don't I don't I, I think there is a popularity contest component to this, and and I. I I think that's how Will gets on over over Jonathan. Yeah, that, that that was like I thought Will. I was like, oh man, Jonathan didn't make it out right, did he? Yeah, <laughs> no, he didn't. Someone texted that this person uh, maybe maybe they asked JG and he said no. I, no, it wouldn't I be smart in a contract. I don't think that. I don't think so. That didn't happen. Now JG would have accepted it and then said he couldn't go and then <laughs> and then they would find an alternate there. I yeah, I just Johnny Greener. Uh, uh, Will Anderson plays the run much better than John Grenard. Come on, Ronnie. Uh, it's Ron. And, God, man. Uh, I mean, it ain't oh. that much better. And Will Anderson is not as good at rushing the passer, which is the top yes. job. Of, yes. Uh, I mean, by a, a good. Let's be real, man. Good. I just, I'm just like, I'm glad for him. And I hope, I hope that, you know, if there's another alternate decision that, that Jonathan Grenard, because he deserves that recognition. And he was, he was a better. He was the he better, deserves it. better player to me between the two. So 
Well, he was the he was the better player if you watch the film. Just if you this look at the, If you look at the stat sheet, um, he was the one guy I think that that more consistently throughout the year could put fear into an offensive line coach and a, and, a, and a play caller in terms of being able to sack you and get you behind the chains. Uh, he was he was violent and he was very good against the run. Um, I, I don't disagree with Will and I think Will Anderson was better against the run than than really probably anybody on this team in terms of again being violent and getting pushed and, and disrupting schemes, whether it's pass protection or run schemes. I think Will Anderson was the best at that. But, um, but, but I don't think there, I don't think yeah. there's any case to be made that that Will Anderson should be in the Pro Bowl over Jonathan Grenard. I, I don't know. Well, again, whether you're watching the film or you're somebody that just looks at the box score and watches the stats, I mean, if Jonathan Grenard would have stayed healthy and not missed those that last two two or three games, I mean, my, my man would have had 15 sacks. Could could have very easily had 15 sacks. Yeah, yeah, and you would think would have been voted outright in there. You would think you would think maybe not. Um, all right, so uh, congratulations to Will Anderson, but uh, hopefully uh, uh, Jonathan Grenard gets gets I think his deserved recognition. Uh, to make the Pro Bowl if somebody else isn't able to attend it. Big three and three, number two. All right, um, I think this is something that we'll continue to follow until we have a a resolution with this, and that is the two big offensive uh, coaches that could be potentially on the move. We talked about Bobby Slowick. He's had two second interviews this week, Um, and then we've talked about Gerard Johnson, who has – had an interview every day this week, had an in-person interview with the Saints, had an in-person interview yesterday with the Browns, and then Clint, this one, he is having an in-person interview with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, He is interviewed for the OC job, Uh, and the thing is he has a a history with Nick Sirianni, who is going to continue on as the head coach of the Eagles. They had time together in Indy. Uh, and uh, he has emerged as one of the hottest offensive coordinator candidates in the league uh, and uh, potentially could be hired. If he is, uh, he would be paired up with another Houston kid, obviously Jalen Hurts, both of them. I would imagine they have a, a relationship there. Clint, this one is this one is interesting because I think there are a lot of people who would tell themselves they believe Jalen Hurts is still a potential top quarterback if you get him with the right person last year he finished second in the MVP the first uh, 11 games of the year he was thought clearly as one of the elite quarterbacks in the league I I would think by most people they've got a lot of weapons yeah potential talent over there in Philly if you were Gerard Johnson would that be more appealing to you to go to Philly to work with those weapons than it would be potentially to stay in Houston. No, I would. I wouldn't. From my perspective, no, I, I would not. I, I, I love Jalen Hurts. Um, I do think they're as talented as, as you mentioned. But, but I, I think Nick Sirianni, any coach that's into firing his entire staff and rebuilding the staff as a last ditch effort, well, I rumor think, I think is this time he he was probably told to fire. Sure, <laughs> sure. I mean, any way you slice it, that's that's not good. He, I mean, he's pulling coordinators' jobs midseason and giving somebody else play calling duties, and um, he's an offensive minded head coach, and he's waiting till after the season to blame it on Brian Johnson. Which, look, I, it, to, to each their own. I'm not saying look, he's he's in he's in save your ass mode, no doubt about it. But um, I, I've also heard a lot about the culture. Uh, or the lack thereof in in Philly being an issue this year. I mean, it just um, fell apart in like 
a half a year. Yeah. Well. Well. Look. I, I'll be honest. Like I, I don't. I, I heard a podcast the other day. Who's the big D lineman that went from Philly to? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. To San Francisco. Is it Eric Armstead? Is it Hargrave? Hargrave, there you go. Armstead was already out there. I mean, he was on record of talk, almost laughing at like how they practice and the lack of physicality and and the That's they believe right. more in sports science in Philly. And he was speaking in hindsight after going to San Francisco and going, "Damn, That's interesting. You y'all would practice never, like this." You would never think that Philly didn't like yeah, push physicality. It, it, yeah, by it, the way. It, it shocked the heck out of me as well. Um, but but apparently that that was the issue, you know. And and then that you, but we've heard a lot of rumblings recently about their about the culture. Um, it would if I were Gerard Johnson, it'd be very difficult for me to leave what what is here, um, and what you know, and what you know is good, and what you know you've got so much working for you here to go somewhere where a coach is having to do all the firing that he's doing, appears to be on the hot seat, possibly has culture issues, um, has some of their big time big Lane Johnson and. And, uh, and and Jason Kelsey, I mean, you, you you could potentially lose some big big pieces in terms of retirement. Um, from the outside looking in, if I were Gerard, I'd I'd stand I'd stand pat. Yeah, it's it, I think it's it's a tough one because if I were to say, all right, what's the easier path to become a head coach? And this is if Nick Sirianni is going to allow him to call plays the way that. Brian Johnson did and the way that um, Shane Steichen did, which is the the better path to becoming a head coach? Going in and fixing Jalen Hurts and that offense or staying here with C.J. Stroud, who I think many people will probably believe he's C.J. Stroud's established yeah. and he's well, already been. Yeah. That, that, that's the other thought. But the other thought is, and you've talked about this before, is, boy, man, I don't like to leave a coach in D'Amico Ryans who has all, all of the comfort and job security that anybody could have almost in the to go to a Nick Sirianni that, as you said, he they are firing every coordinator, and at this point, the last person yep. to get fired is Nick, and then you don't know where 
where you are, and Houston is kind of a home base. So I, yep. it is a, well, it, it's look, a difficult decision. And Gerard knows Sirianni from their indie days, yeah. so he he knows. But you, I mean, when a guy's job is on the line, man, especially if you're an offensive minded head coach, is he really going to take the reins off and let you do your thing? Like or is he going to be meddling in in what the hell you're doing? I, I'll be honest with you, Sirianni strikes me as a guy that would be um, hard to trust. Um, it, 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 to me, would be, and and I, it would be a that would be a tough situation to put your career. Now, clearly, if all things were equal, you'd want to go play with Jalen Hurts and a, a Super Bowl caliber roster, and 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 if all things were equal. An you, offense that, that, you, that feels like can get oh, turned yeah. around. Hell yeah. Like, right. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So, so if all things were equal, the thing is we all know that ain't that ain't the, the way of the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you said it earlier. There's something going there's some something happened in Philly that is yep. that is that is also weird. Uh and, and something you're not dealing with here in Houston. So Gerard Johnson, that's the latest as he continues. He's been interviewed every day this week, the latest the Philadelphia Eagles. Three three, number three. All right, uh, well, a story we talked about late last night. Um, you can have the second best record in the NBA uh, through forty three games, and uh, and still get fired uh, in your first season. Uh, and that's what happened with Adrian Griffin. Now we do understand Clint that Doc Rivers has been uh, hired, and he agrees to to become the next head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. He leaves the booth. And uh, uh, with ESPN, he was on their number one, new number one broadcast team. He is going to now take over the reins with Giannis and 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 Dame Lillard in Milwaukee. The interesting thing to me, Clint, is about a month ago, the Milwaukee Bucks brought him in to be a consultant to help Adrian Griffin, the 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 head coach who has just since been fired. So he's been there. He helped him. He <laughs> He helped his ass up out of town. Yeah, man. If that don't look bad, man. Hey, man, we brought this guy in to be the consultant. Consultant. Could, could you imagine? You just Dick Cheney this thing. I'll oh, tell Ron, you, man. Could you imagine being a like a because a consult your job as a consultant? Yes, is is to consult the head coach. But I would imagine that it is also to consult the general manager and the He's owners. Right, talking well, to a few people. Right, right. I mean, it's it's your job. So if you're in a position where you're you're hired to help this young cat. And let's say the young cat is a mess. Let's say it's not, it, it, which clearly it was. If it was, if he were, if there, if it wasn't a mess, he wouldn't have one of the best records in the NBA, and they'd be parting ways with him, right? It, but say that it's 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 a little bit a little bit squirrely in the in the clubhouse, and you can't. There's there's a weird dynamic, and ownership or general manager, whoever comes to Doc and is like, hey man, what what the hell's going on, man? We hired you to, we're paying you a good a, a grip. What do you, you know, see? What, what are you seeing, man? And Doc's like. <laughs> This dude ain't got it, man. Ain't got it. This and dude it. ain't it. And, but and, Doc and, ain't got it. And, 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 and by the that. way, don't let the whole you. You got a good. You're in. A, you're sitting in a, in a good spot right now with, with with your record. Now, don't let the season slip away from you before you recognize what the hell's going on. And and, and on top of that, let me let me tell you something. Now, let me tell you what I do. <laughs> let, let me tell you something. This may catch you off guard. I think I got an idea who can fix this. <laughs> He's got two thumbs, oh, and it's this man. guy. That's what George. Oh, how what about that? George Bush. He had Dick Cheney to, to pick his to run his vice presidential candidate list, and Dick came back with, "I think it's me." I think I'm your guy. <laughs> After I looked at it, I got to be the one, man. I got it. <laughs> Nobody better. I got it. All right, so uh, we'll see if Doc Rivers, who 
telling you, man. He's clinging to that one championship he won 16 years ago. He's been able to just get voice. these great jobs. No, his voice is shot. Well, how, how about, how about? I mean, it's nice to be wanted, ain't you? You got that, that ESPN you, throwing that top money at him. He, he's know. at P- ESPN with that top money. And he's getting advisor money or consultant money from from the, the Bucks the whole time. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, let, let us pay you enough to to get you to come out of the booth and come over Dude, here and coach. Man, Woo! Cool. Want that money. Boy. ESPN, boy, what are they going to do now? All right, coming up. I've, I, I was, I've been inspired by uh, this topic by In The Loop. They were talking about uh, talking about one of the highest paid players on this team, and I'm inspired by this topic. We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. I'm inspired by, uh, by a lot, but I was inspired with this topic fellas from uh, in the loop catch him every day right here on sports radio 610 from 10 to 2 um you know they they they've talked about the titus howard deal and talked about titus howard and talked about his play and uh, and i heard them having a conversation about jonathan grenard and would you pay jonathan grenard and it's like ooh, i don't know if you want to pay jonathan grenard especially now with the deal with titus howard you get the feel from them that that was a mistake, and I and I wonder from from many fans out there how you feel about the Titus Howard deal, right? Now we're one year, which was marred by injury and marred by him playing a terrible left guard, but he signed a three year deal, fifty six million dollars, Clint, uh, including an eighteen million dollars signing bonus, thirty six plus guaranteed. Averaging out to eighteen point six per year, that's uh that's the contract you signed. He's the second highest paid player currently uh, on this team. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Anybody listening? Those of you on YouTube and Twitch, you can jump in on this as well. Are you ready to say that the Titus Howard deal was a mistake? Right now, when you look at this team, are you ready to say that the Titus Howard deal is a mistake? No. No, no, I, I, I'm not. I mean, look, I, I've I've seen I've seen Titus Howard play uh, a, a, a well above average right tackle. Um, can play left tackle in a pinch. Um, hell, he's the only offensive lineman. If I'm gonna be completely honest with you, that, I, that I'll give somewhat of a pass for when it comes to the the lack of physicality. He played him out of position. Uh, he's not. He doesn't play the game like a guard needs to play the game. Um, he's not built like a guard. Um, you know, it, the, the level of physicality, I think, inside, even when it's done, when it's applied correctly, I think your guards need to be nastier than your tackles. And so, I, I mean, I couch him into into the category right now of the kind of the same way I do, like Juice Scruggs. Like, hey, man, dude was a rookie. I don't know what you really – for him to get overwhelmed and, and out-physical is, is, is not like a deal-breaker for me. Um, no, I, the Titus Howard deal right now does bother me. The other thing about Titus Howard is I, I don't – Titus has never struck me as a guy that I was like, this dude's going to go in and take over the room. Like, Titus has always been a guy that was, um, to me, was was kind of a, a development a, – a first-rounder that, that everybody knew was going to be really good but but was a developmental guy and – Small school, yeah. small school, and and was the guy that hey man, I've looked up to Laramie Tunsil, and I'm uh, you know Laramie I, Laramie took him under his wing, and uh, kind of an impressionable guy, I would I would think. 
So no, I'm 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 okay with with where Titus Howard is right now. Yeah, and the I, contract obviously to the question. Yeah, the contract is big, and and is it a mistake? As we're saying, do you believe the Titus Howard contract? Do you believe that move, uh, making him the second highest paid player on the team, paying him what you're paying him, uh, was a mistake? Uh, I see someone text in. He only plays when he's available. He's constantly hurt. Um, I just listen from his production, fellas. It it, it ain't good. His production certainly was not an $18 million a year guy production this year. It was not, and the injuries, yes, that that is true. I just can't get with, yo, man, this is a mistake. This is, like, Nick and them, they, they screwed this up. If he has not yet played the position that you paid him to correct, play Correct, correct, right? yep. Like, that he's not, he's not played, like, I got to, like I got it not now when he plays right tackle, I do have the expectation based on their commitment to him that he is one of the better right tackles and it is clear it's above average and that we're not constantly looking as that's a problem over there. I expect that I expect him to be able to hold his own with Jadavion Clowney and, and Kyle Van Noy or whoever is lining up over there. But boy, I, I, I can't I can't go with it's he's a problem or it's a mistake if he has not been able to play the position yeah. that you bought you paid him the money to play right i think that's now i got to see that now if he puts forth anything that's average you know at right tackle next year and hopefully i think we see that he should be kept there and not used as a guy to move around then it's then yeah. it's a different feel. Well, to to me, Titus is, and I, and maybe I don't mean this disrespectfully. I, I just mean it in 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 in, re, in a real sense of I, I just he's gonna go as the O line room goes. You know what I mean? Like like Titus strikes me as a guy that is he well, he may already be doing. It, I don't remember, but but uh, we're we're looking towards not practicing on Wednesdays and. And playing the game a certain way, like he, it, you, you get like the veteran you were talking about, like on the offensive line, you bring that guy in here that's an alpha that 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 demands things from guys and expects things to be done a little bit differently. Then I think I think I think you get a better Titus Howard. You keep going, you keep going, and and um and allowing Laramie Tunsil to be the biggest, most influential player in the offensive line room. Titus Howard is going to keep going that direction. That's that's kind of that that's where I see Titus Howard at right now. I could be wrong. Maybe Titus is the guy that steps up and and kind of turns the the physicality switch on there, if you will. But he he to me is a guy that's going that's going to lean in the direction of whatever leadership's in that room. Yeah, from the uh, text line. How how after one freaking season is it a bad contract? I'm so glad fans aren't GMs. Our guy Victor. Well, I mean, listen. I, I as I said, I don't agree. I mean, his, his play was bad. <laughs> but it was at left guard, like his play well, was, was. But you know, well, I, I, let, let me let me answer it, Ron, because you're right. The play was bad, and, and Laramie Tunsil, I mean, uh, uh, Titus Howard, and I said this when it happened. He's worth the money that they paid him because he can play four positions on the offensive line, and at that point in time, all we knew was that he could play all four positions in the offensive line. A couple of them, a tackle positions at an at an above, well above average level, and the guard position in a pinch. And he and he had shown some good signs. 
to your point, you always say, we got new evidence. He played left guard for an extended period of time, and it wasn't good. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And so, you know, you can we can get off in the weeds on this this particular contract because now you know that him playing guard should not be an option moving forward. Like it should never happen again. Yep. And his value is at one is at the tackle positions. And I yes, but yeah. I but I personally, Ron, would have the contract we're talking about specifically a big a bit uh, to me a big part of why you pay Laramie Tunsil. I mean uh, Titus Howard what you paid him was because he could play he could play all four positions the versatility. Right, you pay Laramie Tunsil that kind of money because he's the best pass blocking left tackle in the game, supposedly. Right, you pay Titus Howard that kind of money because he's an above average right tackle in the game, but he can also play the other three positions. Everything not called center, right? Um, that's changed a little bit. So yeah, I think it's fair to have a conversation about the con- about Titus Howard's contract yeah, at this point. But he's got to he's got to play an, a, easily an above average right tackle next year. And now you're looking oh, yeah. at now you're looking at well Hill, yeah, this cat. Yeah, he's getting eighteen point six mm-hmm. per to play. It, it's got to be a big level, and I think he can. He has shown when he's played right tackle that he can play that well. All right, early feels here. All right, it, this is a week after the season ended, but the excitement level for this Texas team is still really high. Early seasons feel. You understand it's a new schedule. They've got a different, a much diff, much more difficult schedule. Are your expectations today that the Texans should re- should repeat as AFC South champs? Is that your expectation, your early expectation? We'll discuss that next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right. Um, it's early. It's early, but you're Houston Texans. I can't wait to hear here, Tyler. 345 in the afternoon, dude. I can't wait. I got 342, actually. I can't wait to hear Tyler's. Oh, I got, oh I'm steamed and, and, and feeling real frisky to hear this one. I see people rolling in. Your team this year, your Houston Texans, had um, one of the most amazing turnarounds. When you think about what happened the previous three years, one of the most amazing turnarounds in NFL history. Going 10-7, and seven, winning the AFC South, earning a home playoff game, beating the breaks off the Cleveland Browns uh, and then moving on and playing the number one seed on the road. Uh, and let's, let's make it as positive as possible and being uh, tied 10-10 at the half um, with the number one seed. You had a spectacular season. Your coach is probably the favorite to win coach of the year. Your quarterback is uh, is the favorite to win rookie of the year. He's already won some Rookie of the Years in publications. Your third pick overall, Will Anderson Jr., is uh, is a favorite to win Defensive Rookie of the Year and has won Rookie of the Year defensively in other publications. A wonderful season. Hey, you are third in the NFL when it comes to salary cap space. You can spend money. You still have picks. You still, even though you traded your first-round pick, 
um, to get Will Anderson, you still got one from Cleveland. Uh, so you still got ammo to get better at this team in the draft and through free agency. You understand who is in the division, but you got a first-place schedule, and you got a more difficult schedule. And I'll just rattle off some of the quarterbacks. Tyler, I hope you're listening to this, and you've got this through your head. I know Clint is. I'm listening close, man. I'm ready so to get don't frisky. allow it to get away from you. Because um, I believe Tyler had a potential 10-win season under Lovey Smith before the season. So I, I, I'm really itching to hear this. The quarterbacks. That's true. And you on, thought David Anderson would be good. Yeah, I did. Is it David? David, David Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, thanks. Damn it. Boy, that comeback's going to be tighter. I mean, we all knew what I meant. It was Ron out there predicting David would be a good wideout. <laughs> fire, I'll fire back. I know cool. he's a friend of Payne and Pendergrass. <laughs> the quarterbacks on the schedule, Josh Allen, Tua, Trevor twice, Lamar, Jarrett Goff, Aaron Rodgers potentially, Mahomes, Dak, Jordan Love. And it could be Kirk Cousins if he stays with Minnesota. So this is a complete difference it, just in terms of quarterbacks you're facing that you faced this year. Early field, should the expectations and are your expectations that the Texans repeat as AFC South champ? Yes. Mm. Yes. My expectations are that they do, yes. Um, you know, I, I think I think what you showed this year um, is with those names that are all on that list you just listed, I, I think C.J. Stroud should be on that list. Uh, I, I think your complementary pieces, your depth pieces – are really, really, really good. And as you mentioned, you got as much cap space as 30 other teams in the league, as much or more than 30 teams in the league. Um, I trust that Nick and 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 uh, and D'Amico are going to go out and spend that money wisely. I believe that the guys that are on this roster are going to take the next step. And, and I believe it's going to be a much steeper climb with next year's schedule. The schedule is much more difficult. But but I still believe that this is a team that can go out there and should go out there and and win the division. Yes, sir. Mm, that's your expectation. Seven one three five seven two four six ten is your expectation. I draw a line there, Ron. I, you know me. That's where you, you are. Well, you you know. Look, like bro. You, you know where I am with the playoffs. Like a team that's constantly in the playoffs, I'm good with. You know, obviously there's some issues with some teams, and you're like, what the hell's going on? But a team that is constantly in the playoffs. And they get buzzsawed, you know. I mean, like like right now. I mean, everybody's killing Josh Allen. And, I mean, if Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid wasn't in Kansas City, Josh <laughs> Allen would, would have Super Bowls. You know what I mean? I mean, so it, it's got like it's hard for me to go, well, boy, Josh ain't worth a damn. You know, <sighs> they, they got real problems in Buffalo. Make sweeping changes in Buffalo. I mean, it's that's hard for me. Um it's not hard at all to say over an 18-week season, 17 ball games, that this football team should fare better than the Colts, the Jaguars, and the Titans. I, I, I can't, I can't budge on that. I don't, I don't get into the first round of the playoffs, second round of the it's playoffs, AFC, South, AFC yeah. championship. You never made it to a Super Bowl. Well, hell. So I mean, even with this schedule, it would be a disappointment early right now. We'll see what happens. Like. After this, we could there could be some some big changes that that may look differently yep. with coaching staff, or whatever. Yep. But right now, your thought is it would be a disappointment if they don't repeat as yes. AFC South. Yes, yes. For I me, like that in you. yep. If they don't add the pieces along with what we saw this year, 
to get them to the next. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My expectations are the Texans win this division from here on out. From the text line, this team, uh, 14 games next season, win 14 games, and uh, mm. win the number one seed. I can't get there now. Um, CJ will pass for over 5,600 yards, 50 touchdowns. 5,600? 5, uh, 5,600. Good God. Has anybody ever done that? I don't, I don't know. Five fifty touchdowns, six interceptions, twelve wins next season. AF, AFC Championship game appearance. Um, that's a yes to uh, to win the AFC South. And those quarterbacks that you named don't scare me. I think my quarterback is top three. It's listen. It's a it's a it's a it's a tough schedule. And those and those teams aren't just the thing is those are just some of the quarterbacks. And you look at that. But those are quarterbacks that I are also bringing really good teams to the table, Correct. right? Like Jared yeah. Goff is bringing Detroit, right? And Mahomes is bringing the Chiefs. And I know we laugh at the Cowboys, but Dak is bringing the Cowboys, a good football team. And these were Josh Allen bringing Buffalo. We'll see how the Jets look with Aaron Rodgers uh, and, and Tua. They were, you know, playoff team. It's a it's a different deal. It's a different deal that you're looking at. Um, it, it, it all hinges, though, right, Ron, on on what exactly Nick and and D'Amico do. Because I do, I, I, mean, I, I, I with I'm, that, yes. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm my my opinion, like as they are right now. Hell no, they ain't got no chance. I, I I have confidence though with the third most money to spend and their draft picks. I do feel like they will. Yes, the team agreed. will be better. Agreed. The team because the team has got to be better to face what they're gonna face. Mm-hmm. My deal is, and I'll get I'll get your thoughts, Tyler. My deal is, um, are you just are you ready and equipped to face that you know that gauntlet, you know more times than not yep. week after you know week they after better week. Be. That's gonna be the expectations. They better be as we saw Jacksonville wasn't able to do it. They they started the year kind of doing it and then. You know, at the end, they they lost to Baltimore. They lost to you know Miami. They lost to uh, to teams uh, towards the end. There uh, is your expectation that the, the, the Texans repeat. Uh, Tyler, what's yours? I, I, is that your expectation? Is that where you are right now? That the Texans are in a space where you expect them to repeat and win this uh, division over the Jags, Colts, yeah, and, te- and Titans. Hundred percent. I mean, I guess Richardson's kind of up in the air, up in Indy. But I mean, at this point, we know what Trevor Lawrence is like. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but he ain't the phenom he was supposed to be. And given what happened this year, yeah, 100%. This is the Texans division once again. I don't want to chalk up that we know what Trevor is. But personally, and we're three years I, in. Like, well, what, is he going to take a leap forward in year four? I think he can. <laughs> I think you're, mm, a lot of people I mean, thought he for, could in year three, too. I, yeah, I did. I mean, year, year one was just a, a lost year. Year two was a good a good year. Last year, I mean this team was eight and three. And and yet Trevor didn't play to the level I thought he was going to to step in and play. And then down the stretch, I mean, he's got the high ankle sprain, he's got the shoulder, he's got a concussion, he missed some games. So I'm not I'm not willing to say in year three of their system that he can't take another another oh, step. Oh yeah, look, I, I, I like Doug Peterson. I like Trevor Lawrence. I, I think there's a chance they could take a step. I, I like Sean Payton, and, and I'm not a huge fan of Russell Wilson, but it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't if they worked that out. Whoever quarterbacks in Denver, I, I think Sean Payton will have plans significantly better. And so I think the landscape completely changes. And yeah. Trevor Lawrence and, and Doug Peterson is probably a part of that. But even with all of that that I said with Trevor, 
I still, I think next year from everything we've seen and what I think the Texans will add, I think you have the best quarterback in the division. Um, and I think you probably have the best coach in the division. And that, that wins a lot. Uh, but as you said, they've got to pick up, um, they've got to pick up some pieces to get ready for that, for that schedule. Cause Jacksonville schedule is just going to be easier. Uh, if if that's the team you feel like you got to deal with, bring on uh, the Jaguars. That's boy. I can't wait to I can't wait to see how that schedule comes out. Like boy, I mean, are you gonna are you gonna have a role where it is like in four weeks you play the Ravens, the Chiefs, and yeah, and and and, and the Cowboys, right? Oh like, my God! Not to say you should fear anything. That is, I mean. You can just see the We've teams. Seen it before you can see the teams that they play, and you can see, boy, they're. It's going to be hard to space out some of these some of these matchups that are going to be potentially hard, hard ones. Someone text in. I'm a little concerned with the Jags because their schedule is weaker, weaker, and I think they will add pieces too. Um, honestly, the schedule looks daunting, but if they go out in free agency and do what they need to do. They can compete for a Super Bowl. We'll see if they're able to do that. But I think I, I'm with you. I think they should uh, potentially. Uh, repeat as AFC South champs right now, even with that schedule. All right, what you got coming up at the fourth? Well, I went on my rant yesterday about physicality and really about the offensive line and maybe more specifically about Laramie Tunsil. But uh, Nick Casario, uh, he was on Texans Radio. Tyler dug up this nice piece of audio here, um, postseason audio from Nick Casario, and I absolutely, absolutely love what I'm hearing from the Texans general manager doesn't take much y'all know where i'm going with this also ron asked me a question should gerard johnson seriously entertain the philadelphia eagles and i kind of eh, maybe it, i got some audio for y'all from nick sirianni hell no gerard johnson i'll stay his ass right here in houston we'll do all that next t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.